Hello, everyone, and welcome. Numerous UFOs have been spotted over the continental United States, and we have few answers. But please hold as we go live to President Trump from the Rose Garden as he answers some questions from the press. Mr. President, President, your tweet about the incident. I'll, uh, I'll read it. Hate to burst your bubble, China, but your balloon has been deflated by a very big and very beautiful F-22. Um, there's talk of it causing outrage and possible escalation. Mr. President, why did you tweet that? Well, it comes from China. That's why. It comes from China. I want to be accurate. I understood, Mr. President, but, but what was the China balloon doing here? And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. I, I, I understood, Mr. President, but, but, but we can't ask China. So what is it? Is it a UFO? Let's go ahead. Okay, uh, anybody else? Please, go ahead in the back, please. I have two questions. No, it's okay. But we'll you pointed to me. I have two questions, Mr. Next. President. Next, next, please. But Mr. President. Mr. President, one more, please. I did, and you didn't respond, and now I'm calling on... Sorry. Mr. President, one more, please. Let's go ahead. Mr. President, what is your message? What do you say to China? Let's say China. 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 Okay. China. 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 Okay, but what do you say, you Mr. President? China, 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 you take China. China. I love them. China. 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 I have to have my China. China. China because China. 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 Okay, I understand. But Mr. President, please. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. What's up? What's happening, everybody? It is another edition of the Thinking Logically podcast. And Joe, what's going on? It has been a wild and wacky week. Uh, we recorded a bonus episode last Friday, and it is Wednesday, and it feels like um, we've had a year's worth of news in the last, like, four days. Uh, so, Joe, we have an action-packed episode today. What's going on? Um, well, last episode, you mentioned at the very end, I said, hey, you know, enough of this. Let's just get to the UFOs and uh, the aliens in Antarctica, I believe is what I said. And then I didn't expect them the very next day to go out and start lying about UFOs. Yep. Which is exactly what we're seeing from the White House and the Pentagon and everyone else. Apparently, there are UFOs flying around all over the country. They had to come out and clarify they weren't aliens, but they're unidentified flying objects in our airspace. And that's, is that where we're going to start today, Mark? Yeah. yeah, we, you texted me about that after it happened. I think it was Friday or Saturday. And you're like, yeah, we just, we just mentioned this yesterday. <laughs> so we, we're here. Um, but before we get into UFOs, we want to welcome all of our new listeners. Uh, we uh, have a listener now in Tel Aviv, Israel. So we welcome any listeners uh, that we have out in the Holy Land. So welcome to our new listeners across the globe. That puts us in like, how many different countries now, Joe? I don't know, Six, but real seven? quick, I wonder if they just did like a hashtag Palestine and East Palestine came up and that's how they're listening to us. It's possible. <laughs> it is definitely possible, but we are going to start with UFOs. Crazy. And, yeah. Crazy <laughs> on a serious political podcast, we're going to start with UFOs. <laughs> we are going to start with this. And before you get into your take, I was thinking about this yesterday leading up to our recording. And I remember them doing all this, you know, releasing all this information in the last, it seems like this has like been like a two year, three year buildup, Joe. Um, yeah. From the, you know, declassifying different documents to, um, you know, these different commissions to slow, slow bleed of information over the last two to three years regarding UFOs. And I thought about this, you know, yesterday in, in the last couple of days. Now, all of a sudden, it's right in front of our face. So, Joe, I ask you, is the alien invasion underway? Absolutely not. They're lying again. 
trying to give you a distraction. And the best distraction is look up in the sky and don't pay any attention to what's going down here in the water and in the air and on the land down here. Don't pay any attention to that sky like it's the 1950s in Roswell for UFOs all of a sudden. Because we had a weather balloon fly over and a couple other things that we couldn't figure out. You know what really makes me scratch my head? This is from Discourse on, on February 13th, I believe. Pentagon does not know what keeps these objects marks afloat. Unknown systems. We're calling them objects, not balloons, for a reason, says U.S. Air Force General Glenn Van Herrick. And then I believe someone, had to come out, someone else came out from the Pentagon and said, we cannot rule out that these are alien spacecrafts, which then the White House had to come out on the next day at the press briefing and say, no, we don't think they're aliens. So the entire administration and even the Pentagon is running around like chickens with their heads cut off is the, the expression we use. We don't have any answers, but this could all be nothing. This could all be a distraction. But let me give you a quick soundbite here from our favorite press secretary. I don't know. I don't even know what she's you figure it out. She she goes into NORAD, but let's just see. Why is why is the American military shooting something out of the sky over Canada? Because it's part of a NORAD. There is a, the NORAD is part of like a it, part of a it's a it's a what you call a coalition a consortium. A consortium. A consortium. So, a pact. Okay. okay, so the, the the person doing the interview has to come out and bell her out. But we'll continue. And so that's why we were able to do that again. We didn't do it on our own. We did right. it in in uh, in uh, clearly in in in, in, in step with. Uh, Canada. Oh, they did it in step with Canada, Mark. Thank Thank goodness Justin Trudeau, the Warhawks, Justin Trudeau, General Justin Trudeau, and and General Joe Biden. Uh, Amazing. They were able to shoot it down. She called it Canada. 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 Let that sink in. The White House press secretary doesn't know what NORAD is and called it Canada. She had an idea of what NORAD is, I guess. Yeah. But the adults are back in the room, so no worries. Uh, this is so insane that, um, and I saw them ask, and you might be getting into this, uh, but they saw them ask, and I think it was someone asked Karine Jean-Pierre if President Biden is embarrassed for shooting down what they believe are weather balloons. And she didn't deny it. She didn't deny it. She said, we just don't know yet, was her response. So um, are these weather balloons, Joe, or updating on that? Uh, that and I'm going to take you, you jump one ahead of me, but that's fine because there are still no debris. This this is from yesterday. So there could have been debris found this morning or today. Pentagon says no debris has been recovered from the three down objects in Alaska, Canada and Lake Huron. And that's from General uh, Austin. And I want to also reinforce that what they shot down in Lake Huron, I guess they shot two missiles at it. The first missile has um, classified technology on it, and it missed. And they don't know where it went. So, again, something, something, something. Adults back in the room, soul of the nation. Um, let's go to a press conference, Mark, and see what Kareem Jean-Pierre had to say at the press conference after John Kirby talked for about a half hour about UFOs. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys, we have to end the briefing. Um, I got to go into the Oval, but um, I will see you tomorrow. And thank you for the compliment on the smile. I appreciate that. But I'll be, well, I'll be back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody. Okay, so um, that's it. She didn't take one single question. They talked about at, at the White House press briefing, they brought on John Kirby, and they talked about UFOs for a half hour, 45 minutes. And then she didn't take any real questions. Like, we got a train derailment. We have, we have, I just sent you the video yesterday. We had a semi tipped over in, I believe it was Arizona, with orange fumes seep me out of them nitric we, oxide i think we, we got all this other stuff going on do you think maybe you could stay overtime for an additional 15 to 20 minutes and take some of our questions please this is this is this is insane but here's here's the final point i want to make on this mark and you could say you could say whatever you want but what if what if them balloons aren't all balloons what if some of them small little what if them, the things are small little drones attacking us or just flying in our airspace and our government is hiding it from us because it would look really bad and cause a lot of fear in the nation. So how would drones get here from China or another country, you ask? Maybe someone brought them in through the southern border. Or you could choose to believe it's all Latin Americans coming over there for a better life. I, I, I don't know, but this all... All these train derailments and these things going on, it just it's it's a lot. 
It's a lot to take in. Are we under attack, Mark? Will I get canceled for asking the question or get treated like an insane person? We're talking about UFOs for the first half of the show? Maybe. I don't know. So let's talk about the UFOs thing. Um, I just read this morning that the United States was monitoring the infamous spy balloon as it launched off the coast of southeastern China and watched it and tracked it the entire way across the ocean as it finally transited over Alaska and Canada and in the United States. They literally knew about this thing from the moment it was launched. And they lied last week then. So they lied last week. Yeah. So what's going on? Why would you let this thing transit across the United States? There's so many different ways you could go with this that it kind of like blows my mind. And that's just one of them. Um, So my other take was, so you're telling me it's okay to shoot down three other, we'll just call them UFOs, over land, but the Chinese spy balloon, they had to wait till it got over the ocean for them to shoot it down. Explain that to me, Joe. I, I have, I, it, it doesn't make any sense. Where is the, where, so they recovered parts of the Chinese spy balloon in, off the coast of Myrtle Beach. Maybe, had, I, I don't know, did, did they really? Did we well, see anything? <laughs> well, that's my next question. The, the ocean's deeper than Lake Huron, I believe. Why, why haven't they, why haven't we seen or heard about any of the, any of the, any of the debris they recovered from the other three things they shot down? I, 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 I don't know. You should, you, they either, they, they have to be embarrassed because it's probably something totally benign. Or else what does it cost to shoot, to fire one of the missiles? What do the missiles cost to take down, a, a, if they took down a weather balloon over Lake Huron and wasted not one, but two missiles and one of the missiles we cannot account for. It's it's $100,000 for each missile. And then they shoot something down over the Aleutian Islands. We said that two, three episodes ago. Why did they shoot the first balloon down when it reached the Aleutian Islands? Because you know what? People might not know this, but the Aleutian Islands are islands, meaning they're surrounded by water. And there's no one that lives there. And there's military bases all over Alaska. It just, it doesn't make any sense. And now apparently the green lasers being beamed down over Hawaii are um, weather, atmospheric monitoring, um, satellites or something like that, which, I mean, I guess I could believe. I mean, it's that's actually seems somewhat believable. Why are they telling us now? Yeah, and this happened in this happened a month ago. But my other take here is with the UFOs. If they truly do not have some sort of propulsion system, if these UFOs can manipulate, you know, the space around them. What if, Joe, what if Bob Lazar, the Area 51 whistleblower, we'll call him, is correct, and we are reverse engineering some of these craft that they have recovered, you know, in different parts of the world or different parts of the country? You know, I wouldn't rule that out either. What do you think? I think it has to be that. The only other thing it could be is we've had this technology somehow, some way for 50, 60, 70, 80 years. And it's just been hidden. People don't understand this. Like the, the Germans, the B-2 bomber bomber that like we, we all like brag about, the B-2 stealth bomber. The Germans actually kind of invented that. Nazi Germany actually technically invented the blueprints for that airplane. It's, it was called the flying wing. I mean, wow. so we've had this technology for a long, long time. It's possible. And can we just be seeing it now? Is it slowly just being released to us? Again, you have to you have to realize that we're probably 50, 60 years behind the technology in, in this scenario. If it's not, then what, what else can it be? Aliens? What else can it be? And we're not getting any answers. Don't tell me, don't tell me that these UFOs that Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau are shooting out of the sky are aliens. It wouldn't happen like that. You wouldn't just shoot it down. They didn't shoot a weather balloon down or a spy balloon down when it flew across the entire United States because they didn't know what it was at first. All of a sudden, we're going to start shooting on UFOs. Give me a break. They want to project strength, I think, right now. That's yeah. all they want to do. It's absolutely. There, there's no way that these are alien alien spacecraft. They're come just, on. It's just, like, come on. First of all, first of all, an alien spacecraft would have to be so advanced that it would, it would, it would, there would be no way that it would actually have to be, it would be shot down. There's just none. Um, 
it would, it would probably crash before it was able to be shot down. Imagine, imagine flying. This would be the equivalent of us getting a, on a space journey to a, a planet 30 million light years away. And we get there and the spacecraft gets taken down by a caveman with a rock. Yeah, exactly. Come on, they travel across light years and all of a sudden they come here and they get taken down by an F-22. Give me a break. Our Give fighter jets would be like toy planes compared to what Exactly, exactly. Doesn't so, make any sense at all. It, it is, I think it is some sort of projection of strength. Um, and I also think that it's a distraction from what's really going on, as you mentioned er, um, you know, earlier. But it just... When when you think about the the build up to this, Joe, and what we've seen the last couple of years, these slow bleeds, these slow leaks of UFOs and declassification, and you know these committees to investigate these things, this has all been leading up to this. So, if it's not a distraction, if it's not alien spacecraft, is something bigger going on? Is a country like China or Russia? testing us and seeing what our response to these things would be um, in advance of something much larger that could be coming down the road. That's another hypothesis, if you will. What do you think? Very, very good hypothesis. Very, very good. Um, another thing I could say is uh, uh, I just, I'm not saying aliens don't or can't exist. I'm just saying that this isn't it guys. This isn't, this isn't the one I'm sorry. This, yeah. this, this isn't, well, if anyone would know, it's Elon Musk. And Elon Musk tweeted something um, in the last day or two. It was basically like, yeah, we're probably the only you know, civilization out there in, in the universe. Um, so probably just us. So let's, let's, you know, this is probably not an alien spacecraft, basically. So we will get an Elon Musk later, but we have another natural disaster to go over but first we want to hear from a resident of beaver county um and what's his name joe again ernie i believe it's uh local yinzer ernie kersey and he's doing his own thing here he, he wants to come on every every couple episodes if he can and call it yinzer thoughts i believe okay ernie kersey um we are going to hear his thoughts right now Welcome to Thinking Thoughts with Ernie Kersey. Today, he gives his take on the Ohio train derailment. Okay, so you got that train derailment down there in uh, East Palestine, and uh, your kids are already going back to school, and they ain't got to wear a mask or nothing. It don't, ma it don't make no sense to me. You got these WW1 chemicals flying around up in the air like it's the Battle of the Somme or whatever over there, and they're going back to school already. Ain't no one wearing got to wear a mask or nothing. Meanwhile, 2020, 2021, 2022, everyone got to wear a mask to go to school, or you ain't just ain't going to school because it's too dangerous. It don't make no, it don't make a lick of sense to me. Uh, again, WW1 toxic chemicals flying in the air, and you got kids back in school. It don't make no sense. This has been Thinking Thoughts with Ernie Kersey. Okay, and we are back after uh, those words from our local Yinzer, Ernie Kersey. Maybe recurring guest, Ernie Kersey. Very wise words. Yeah, maybe recurring guest. So, Joe, this is um, probably a much bigger story, uh, at least for us. Very close proximity to East Palestine, especially you. Uh, but yes. this train derailment that happened, what, February 5th, 6th, something like that? It happened, I think, on the 3rd, but they detonated it on the 6th, which is the Monday. They did the control release whatever and then they did the yeah. control burn or explosion on i believe it was a monday which was yeah. what it, february 6th i think yeah i remember looking on reddit and i see something about someone posted a train derailment with all these cars on fire and i'm like oh boy um but little did we know the magnitude of what would happen only a couple days later when they would you know basically um nuke uh, the town with vinyl chloride, phosgene, and I forget the third toxic chemical. 
this is uh, you can't honestly like overstate how bad this is, how impactful this is to the people that live within earshot of East Palestine, people in Ohio, people in um, Beaver County and Western. The Ohio Virginia, River Virginia. Basin, the water basin. The Every- Ohio River Basin. Well, I'm, I'm getting there. The Ohio River Basin. Um, all the farmers, all there's that place is littered with farmland in and around East Palestine in Ohio, Columbia, uh, Columbiana County, Beaver County, Lawrence County, all the animals. This is one of the worst environmental disasters of our lifetime, and that is not hyperbole. Joe? Okay. So if this was in the middle of the ocean, it would have 24-7 coverage. So what's the deal? We have animals dying. We have fish fish floating, people evacuating, then coming back, then evacuating again and coming back and tasting the water and evacuating again. How safe is it here? What what went up into the air? How far? What direction? Answer? Who cares? As long as Ukraine is okay, I guess. Nothing else matters. So how many humanitarian workers did we send to Turkey and Syria? Where's Greta Thunberg? Don't worry about the toxic waste in the Ohio River Basin because we got toxic masculinity to worry about. It's much more dangerous, right? Right, Mark? Right? Where's Greta? Where's uh, Greta? Honestly, this this clip hits so so much I don't harder. Like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. <laughs> Which is them turning the frogs gay is at least what's gonna happen in this. Let me give you a three-minute summary. I don't know if I'm gonna play the whole video. Um it's from DC Drano. I believe the guy's name on TikTok is Nick D-R-O-M, I believe. Um, so check out his TikTok page. He's going to give, um, it's about two, three minutes. I'll cut it off. I need to be. It's been getting, it hasn't been very good. So let's talk about the trail derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. East Palestine's about an hour north of Pittsburgh, almost halfway to Cleveland. Norfolk Southern has a rail line that goes right through town. And this derailment happened right on the edge outside of town on the border of PA and Ohio. Of the cars that crashed, five of them contain vinyl chloride. It's a monomer used to make PVC. The reporting on this has gotten vinyl chloride confused with polyvinyl chloride, the polymer made out of vinyl chloride. Now, the reason that this distinction is really important is vinyl chloride is very hazardous and very flammable. Polyvinyl chloride is a plastic that's used in, like, everything. The other thing about vinyl chloride is that it boils at 8 degrees Fahrenheit, so it's shipped in its liquid form. Meaning that when these trains crashed and these started leaking, they weren't just leaking liquid, but they were spewing boiling gas. So vinyl chloride is really toxic. OSHA has the permissible limit of how much you can be exposed to it during an eight-hour shift as a one ppm part per million average over eight hours. So prior to this, the biggest spill of this chemical was in New Jersey, where one train car and about 23,000 gallons of vinyl chloride were spilled, but it didn't catch on fire. Now, this crash in Ohio has five train cars. These kinds of tanker cars can carry between 25 and 33,000 gallons. Let's call it 250 to 250,000 pounds of vinyl chloride. That's per train car, five train cars, There's maybe a million pounds of this toxic chemical spilling into the ground and also boiling off into the air. But then it caught on fire. I think this is where the reporting is really bad because no one is mentioning what the byproduct of vinyl chloride burning is. Of the many byproducts of burning vinyl chloride, one of them is hydrogen chloride. Hydrogen chloride is really unstable and latches onto water, like just water vapor in the atmosphere. And that turns into hydrochloric acid. So right now, government officials, officials from the railroad, both the governor of Pennsylvania and Ohio are calling burning off the million pounds of this stuff a success, but not mentioning that it means that we have hundreds of thousands of pounds of acid in the air, potentially. Now, ever since engineering school... Okay, I'm going to stop it there, and I'm going to play another clip. Oh, man, where... Okay, this is from... So they did this control burn. I believe the wind started blowing um, south southwest or i'm sorry southeast or east or east east by southeast and that hit dartington pa which is literally three four miles north of me mark and this video from dartington pa of i believe it was these aren't it was from february i don't know what it was from it was was probably the day after 
they did the control burn or that night. You got to see the clouds in the sky. Just type in Darlington BA on Twitter and this video should come up. It's got like 2 million some views. I'm going to play it. The guy has the camera up in the sky and it looks like a scary movie. Black clouds, really black. So here's the video. These aren't, these aren't storm clouds. This is the fucking shit that they burn off. The fucking shit they burn off in East Palestine. This is not fucking storm clouds. Look at it. This is over Darlington. It's bad. Uh, uh, he goes on yeah. to say, like, you couldn't, they couldn't do anything else. They couldn't get it in there to clean it up instead of just burning it and boiling it off. There are ways to clean it up. I'm not an expert. I don't know how long it would have taken, but it seems like, and there was someone on record, I heard on actually Tucker Carlson yesterday, that claimed that they just set off a nuclear bomb so we could get the, these trains running again. I mean, that's what it sounds like. I saw a video from Chippewa um, the, that was probably the day of or the day after the control burn. That looked, I mean, everyone's seen the pictures by now, I would think, you know, like a giant black mushroom cloud. This is from Chippewa. I was up there uh, yesterday, um, yesterday morning, uh, getting my Jeep serviced. And I was wearing, and you know me, I'm not a math guy. I literally had on an N95 when I stepped out of my Jeep in Chippewa. We had some guys going out to Blackhawk Golf Course today to play golf. And I told two of them, I said, one... Of, of which is a listener to the show. I said, are you not going out to Blackhawk today? He said, no. I was like, okay, good. I told or another one, I'd go, dude, you might want to reconsider going out to Blackhawk and playing golf. Uh, and I gave him all the information. He's like, thank you for letting me know. I, I didn't realize how close Blackhawk is to East Palestine. And today's going to be a very windy day. Now, the EPA has come out and said they tested the air. You know, it's all safe. Do we really know? Do you really know that that air is safe to breathe in for five hours while you're outside on a golf course? It's 95% effective, the air. What's that? The air is 95% effective, they said, according to the CD. Okay, so yeah. So that was a joke. That was a joke, Mark. (laughs) I was about to say, what does that mean? Exactly. (laughs) But, but. I mean, do you really know? Is it really worth taking that risk to go out inside for five hours and playing golf at Blackhawk when you really don't know you. on a just windy a, day like this? Bring a canary with you. And when the canary dies, you know it's time to just pack it up and go home. Yeah. If the birds are dying, if the birds are dying, what does that tell you about the air? What's in the air? You know, and let's think about, let's think about the, the farmland, Joe, all the crops that are grown in and around East Palestine and Columbiana. Ohio, all the corn, all the tomatoes, uh, all the beans, all the livestock that is around there. All of that is going to be affected. That's all in the soil now. It's in the water. We have dead fish floating. This is making its way into the Ohio River Basin, the Ohio River. You know, um, I was looking yesterday where my water authority gets their water, and they get it from the Ohio River. Um, I don't know if Pittsburgh and points east are affected because the the Ohio flows north. So by the time it reaches East Palestine, I don't think it's coming my way. It's probably going the other way, but I don't know how all that works. Luckily, I drink filtered water, and everybody should be drinking filtered or bottled water that lives anywhere near this for the foreseeable future. Do not and, drink and for your tap pets water. Too. And for your pets, too. Buy bottled water for your pets. Don't forget. Oh, yeah. I, yep. I went out. I went out. I spent like 50 bucks on, on water. I, I don't even care. I'm not, I'm not taking a chance. I got a, I got a six month old at home. I got a wife. I got two dogs. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we can't depend. Uh, I'm just going to, oh, I'm going to save my spill on, on Mayor Pete here for a second. But if I live there, Mark, and they ordered me to leave, I'm sorry. At, at this point, I, I just, I wouldn't. I would tell my wife and, and my son, go, go stay at your mother's, go, go wherever you need to go. I'm staying here and, I'm sorry, I'm not leaving. I, I live here. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going to watch you guys fix this. Is what I would tell them. I'm not leaving. You're here. That means I could be here. Get me a hazmat suit, and let's go take a look at this and explain it to me like I'm eating crayons right now, please. I have a couple questions because you see, they evacuate everyone and they blow up the fucking town. They nuked it. It's a modern day Chernobyl. 
And they arrest the reporter, too, that's trying to cover it. I saw that video. That was bullshit. I mean, it just makes you wonder, like, what's really going on? But Kevin Lambert I, is his name. I disagree with you. I would have gotten the hell out of there so fast, Joe. And I wouldn't have come back for probably a couple of weeks. I would have gone wherever I could go. I still, if I, if I was you or anyone up in northern Beaver County, I wouldn't take my kids or anyone else outside for at least another week or so until this probably dissipates. But you know what, Joe? Here's what they're, they're probably thinking. Yeah, you know, long-term effects, cancer, maybe 10, 15 years down the road. You know, people start, these cancer clusters start popping up around East Palestine and in, in, in the area around there. Can't prove that it was this train spill. Can't prove that it was vinyl chloride. So who cares? And even if you could, Mark, the CEOs, them big time uh, railroad robber barons, they're not going to be CEOs in 30 years. They don't care. It ain't going to be their problem anymore. Right. So what do they care? Blow it up. Get the railway, get the railroad open again. And let's get to keep these trains moving. I mean, that seems to be what actually happened. I don't know. I'm, I'm on emergency, um, you know, response. I, I don't. I, I don't know a lot about that. I don't know what their other options were besides, you know, doing a controlled burn. I don't know that. You know, from what I read, there is a serious, serious risk of the tank blowing up and blowing shrapnel everywhere, all over East Palestine. Um, yeah, I don't know what, I don't the, know what like the if, other options were. If the weather was cold, then I, I then maybe hold off. If it would have been warmer, I could see with the controlled demolition because it boils at eight degrees Fahrenheit. So I don't know what it explodes at, but when them tanker when, when it's already in the train car and it explodes, then it's it is if you watch videos, it's much more big of an explosion. So maybe they did do the right thing. I'm just disgusted with the lack of information. It's like, hey, why are you bothering us asking about the air quality and water quality? I called my lawyer. He said, there's really nothing you could do. It's a wait and see approach. This is just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, what, what can you do? Why you do we know? pay taxes? Why, why do we pay taxes for any of this shit? I read Norfolk Southern is giving people that had to evacuate within that amount of radius $1,000 inconvenience checks. You know, I saw two guys from Beaver County from New Galilee um, filed a lawsuit against Norfolk Southern. They want continued monitoring health monitoring of, of the residents within a 30 mile raise eight radius and i was looking at the map of this and my my home was like right on that like line it's because it's right down near the airport we live far enough away but they want continued health monitoring they want uh norfolk southern to pay for all of this and they should i mean this is just such a giant disaster i truly feel sorry for people that live in east palestine these people are going to have long-term health effects that we can't even begin to quantify yet. I mean, we'll never know. I mean, it's going to be 10, 15 years down the road, if that. So it's just really, really sad what's going on. And it seems like there was, we saw another, you mentioned, um, we'll get into Pete Buttigieg here in a second, but we saw another uh, train derailed down in uh, Texas, one derailed down in South Carolina. We saw a tanker spill over in Arizona. Which looked terrible. I, 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 I don't want to say this is some. I know that that looked really bad. That looked absolutely awful. People were in sheltering in place. I don't want to say this is a coordinated attack from within, but I think this goes to point out, Joe, how bad our infrastructure is in this country. I mean, we live in what seems like a third world almost. I mean, we see the bridge issues we have here in Pittsburgh. You know, a bridge collapsed. We have probably several other bridges on the verge of collapse. Our roads are shit, you know, our railroads, you know, we have all these derailments. Uh, our airports um, look like, you know, they came out of, you know, a third world country. Some of them do. You know, we have problems with um, planes taking off and landing at the same time on the same runway. You know, we have near collisions. And it's just like all of this stuff just seems to be happening all around the same time. Like it's all snowballing here and and here we are so what do you think about all of that it, it this is what happens whenever you hire people based on not how good they are at their job or think of a brain they have but the color of their skin or who they choose to have in their bedroom every night or what at this point this is what happens yeah. well, who's in charge who's leading the charge of this 
we haven't even heard anything from the White House about this. Like, this is a big deal. This is Ohio River Basin. This is the watershed. Is I think it's like 30 million people. That that that's what is that? That that's got to be close to like an eight percent of the United States. Got to be close to that. Yeah. In the farmland, guarantee you, China or Bill Gates don't own this farmland. Sickening. It, it it's it really is honestly. I mean, this let's is. See, let, let's see what Pistol Pete Buttigieg. Let's see what he was talking about on February thirteenth, which was Monday, during the training realm, a week after they they did the control release, control burn. Let's see what he was talking about. This past of infrastructure where you got a, a neighborhood, often a neighborhood of color, that finally sees the project come to them, but everyone in the hard hats on that project looking like, uh, you know, doing doing the good paying jobs, don't look like they came from anywhere near the neighborhood. Right. You can build community wealth that will help close wealth gaps. Okay, you know what? You know what, Mayor Pete? He served. He knows how bid, bad the burn pits were, but he doesn't care. And he wants to talk about um, there's all kinds of disasters across the country. And again, he wants to talk about how you can have a white construction worker. Just, okay, what's the big deal? You can have a white construction worker just like you could have a black cop or a Native American sailor or, or a gay cowboy or, hey, a gay biker, Pete. How's that? Or, hey, Pete, that construction worker, can he be white and gay? Or, hey, 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 everyone can be gay, Pete, every profession, <laughs> every position of power in this administration. White House press secretary, make her gay, Pete. Oh, you have a man that's been a woman for 300 days? Let's invite him to the White House. Rachel Levin, undersecretary of the Navy, let's give her a dick tattoo that says, welcome aboard. You got a man in a wet red dress dressed like a woman that wants to steal luggage from an airport? Let's hire him. It's ridiculous. This is insane. I can't shut it off. This is what Pete, this is what Pete Buttigieg wants. He wants America to be the village people. Oh. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. what he wants. I know. I know. I didn't think about everything you just said until you just put it all into a uh, distilled it down into that little. Um, snippet right there but i got a little bit nervous because i kind of sounded like the rant and pop the song popular by not a surf every boy can be a girl every guy can be every girl can be a guy i know Only you i know we didn't joe did we did you skip over this one part about the schools evacuating in east palestine oh uh, you know what i did because um ernie kersey local yinzer i must have totally forgot because of that yes Let's go back. Let's revisit East Palestine one more time before we move on. They evacuated the schools, right? Yes. And they put them back into school. How many days later, Joe? Was it? Was it six? I, I, I don't, don't know because the week. I think it was six days later. Just say, just say a week. Just say a week. Just for a week later. What? We'll say seven school days just to give them the Monday and Tuesday as well. But no, no, they've been back. They've been back to school since I think Monday. It, is, it was a week. It's insane. There's toxic chemicals. You know what? When they used this shit in World War One, trees didn't grow there for years after. This stuff is heavy. It seeps into the ground and can be there for. I, I don't know. I don't know the chemical, but some chemicals can be there for decades. It's a school. This is but, children. This is the future. And but, we're sending them back. We'll compare that with COVID. Well, we had to wear a mask every day. Literally, it killed. We don't even know how many people this is going to affect. And it's like, boom, rushing back in there. During COVID, there was talk that three, 4,000 kids can die, which never happened. But we still we shut down the schools for a year. And then we let them back, but you had to wear a mask didn't matter if that mask had bacteria all over it. You were, some poor kids wore the same one over and over again. It didn't matter. It was for COVID. You had to wear it to keep safe from COVID, even though it was never proven to help you. It's proven right now that these chemicals are toxic and can do harm. The kids are still back in school. Who made that call? Who made the call? I really hope they shut off the water to the water fountains in that school. I didn't because, even think about that. Because God forbid, if these kids go to the water fountain and drink uh, unfiltered water. Who knows? Who knows what could be in that water? 
that's going running through that school right now. I mean, you literally, we do, you don't know. I mean, they said that the EPA came out and said, I was reading this morning that water tests won't be available until next week. Okay. Well, okay. We know it's in the air, so you could assume it's in the water then. Right. It's probably a better chance that it's actually in the water than it is in the air by this point. Great point. Um, but what a disaster. This is, like I said, it just goes to show you what kind of infrastructure we have in this country. And, you know, as Marjorie Taylor Greene said last night on Sean Hannity, uh, a close to a trillion dollars of the green of that infrastructure bill is going to Green New Deal initiatives. And only, I think, seven billion went to uh, the railroads. So really, really sad, really sad. And don't um, forget, Biden has his fingerprints all over that union deal with the yeah. I don't know. North, I'm guessing North Carolina had to be involved, but Biden, his administration, their hands are all over that deal. And it has to have something to do with it. The work hours. They wanted more time off. Maybe these workers were exhausted and were sleeping on the job. I don't know. I, and I'm not saying this because we are we're critical of, of Biden and Buttigieg and all of these guys in this administration. But how can you stay silent this long? Where, where are these people? When you be Make embarrassed? Make a statement. Say something. Visit the town. What are we doing? What kind of leadership is this? It's crazy. It's really sad. I, I, honestly, it, with. It, it, it is. And these, they don't care. They're on the same side as the Norfolk Southern people that did this. The government's on the same side as them. Remember Amtrak Joe? Come on. He's not going to go against Norfolk Southern. Yeah. Joey Baby is not going to go against them. <laughs> Angelo. Hey, Angela Joey, from baby. Yeah. It's this, like I said, Joe, I mean, hey, this is what 81 million people voted for. Maybe. This is what you're getting. 81, 81 ballots were found for Biden. I don't know about 81 million people, but good. Yeah, 81 million ballots were found. Yeah, but, oh, man. It's just, it, it's just, you know, we'll get into him another day. I don't want to go off on another tangent about him, but. Before you go to the next one, I just I'm gonna eliminate this topic and I'm just gonna bring it up right now because the kids aren't wearing the masks in school. But uh, this is from February 11th, I believe, and this is from NPR. Are there places you should still mask in forever? Three experts weigh in and they agree there are places you should mask up for forever, but not at a school where there was recently a natural disaster involving World War One chemicals. Apparently, yeah. that's not one of the eight criteria. And we'll get into this when we get to our disclose segment, but. Pretty sure they just released some study, the results of a study that shows that masking has literally zero effect on COVID. Zero. Maybe. None. Yet I still go out, Joe, when I'm out and about, Costco, wherever I'm going, I see tons of people in masks. Tons. Makes you feel good. Makes you feel really good whenever you wear a mask yeah. and you did, you know, first. And then, and then you go into the city in Pittsburgh and you see double the masks in the city. Um, and we'll get into the city in just a second. But can you imagine, Joe, that train was on its way to Pittsburgh. They're on its way to Conway. I think Conway. That's right by my house, which I'm sure if it made it to Conway, it would everything would have been fine if it made it to Conway, I'm sure. Every second or every minute that train didn't crash was coming literally closer and closer to my house. And in a more, I don't want to say more people, but definitely a more concentrated population center. Yeah, that train was, what, Joe? Probably within five miles of Beaver County. From, as the crow flies or whatever, if you're going in a straight line, it's, I think, 10 miles, just over 10 miles, just under 10 miles from my mm -hmm. house location. Yeah. We did see Josh Shapiro. We'll give him credit, Josh Shapiro. By the way, we'll, we'll leave the book open on Josh Shapiro uh, for right now. It's too early to judge, judge him. But um, he was meeting with leaders from Beaver County. Um, state reps, state senators, and things like that. And he was very, very critical of Norfolk Southern's response to this accident. So we will give Josh Shapiro uh, some credit on that. At least he Clock's came out. Ticking, Josh, you got to do something, though. You can't just take photo ops and, and, and talk. You got to yeah. do something. And I think he's trying to, from, from what I'm gathering, but at least he came out and was critical of the response. That's more than a lot of other people have done so far, Joe. You You're right. Where was he at on that. Sunday, though? Where was he at on Sunday? Was he at the Was he at the Super Bowl? Well, that was a big game. Okay, yeah, you're right. 
<laughs> he is from Philly. So we'll give him a pass there. But at least he he is he is present, you know, and is, you know, trying to, you know, probably do something or coordinate something with among the elected officials. To all our listeners, um, eyes on Josh Shapiro days or weeks, please. Oh yeah. All right. Um what about this Netflix movie, Joe, White Noise? Did you see this? I think it was my wife actually mentioned that to me because she's, I don't know if she likes Adam Driver or, or what, maybe she doesn't, I don't know, but I think she's the one that mentioned to me. And then I found out that some of the extras in the movies are from, from East Palestine, Ohio. And it's about a train derailment, or was it a, a semi-truck or a train, one or the other derailment, and everyone has to evacuate in the town. And I also found it funny that Adam Driver's character, he's a teacher and his profession is Hitler studies, I believe. So Nazi stuff, go figure. But yeah, it's about a train derailment in Eastern Ohio. And it's like life imitates art all the time in 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023. That's wild. One of the biggest coincidences of all time. If, because this is, this is not, we're not making this up. This is true. There's a movie on Netflix about a, a show about a rural town in Ohio that suffers from a train derailment where the town people have to evacuate. And some of the people in the movie were from East Palestine, Ohio. Not making this up. It's insane. That is weird. That's almost as weird as the Pfizer spell backwards means... Resfield. Yeah. Resif. Maybe we should start paying attention a lot more. I I don't know. That... The the irony, the Netflix movie, it's crazy. It's insane. I I know. Um, do you want to move on to the shooting yesterday in Pittsburgh? Yes. Um, take the lead on this because you just told me about this right before we hopped on. I didn't know anything at all about it. Yeah. Um, shooting yesterday at Westinghouse High School in Pittsburgh. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Westinghouse is in probably the worst neighborhood in Pittsburgh, Homewood. Um, Westinghouse uh, had a great year uh, in, in high school football. They advanced to the state championship game. When the Pittsburgh City League uh, came runners up in the state championship game. Um, so they're doing a lot of good things. They have a great coach who's trying to make a, a positive impact in the community. But four students were shot yesterday uh, outside of Westinghouse High School. Luckily, no one has died. These are all juveniles, uh, 15, 16, 17 years old. And um, this is reflective of the uptick in violence that we've seen across the city of Pittsburgh in the last, uh, we'll say, two years or so. They are very understaffed in the police department. They are like, I don't know, at least 100 cops, I think, below what they've actually budgeted for. Um, they are pulling Allegheny County police officers into downtown because downtown is, is um, you know, getting worse and worse. Uh, so they're using Allegheny County police officers to supplement Pittsburgh City police officers downtown um they're redirecting resources downtown uh because people who are working down there don't feel safe uh, when they're going down there every day to work but uh we saw the shooting yesterday outside of westinghouse high school and this is from uh a statement from pittsburgh mayor ed gainey uh westinghouse is a community filled with scholars and champions and i want everyone to know and celebrate their accomplishments not just focus on the violence we saw today It is on all of us to show these students that we love and care for them as they recover from this tragedy. For too long, gun manufacturers have been able to avoid any accountability for their role in their ongoing epidemic of gun violence. Earlier today, I called to change the law that gives manufacturers immunity from lawsuits so we can hold these manufacturers accountable for the innocent lives that have been harmed by their weapons. Our city deserves to have a lasting peace, and that means we have to work to find ways to resolve our conflicts that... Uh, don't involve using guns and bullets. We can and must do better for our children and for our future. So yeah, let's let's blame you know uh, Glock, Sig Sauer, and all those other gun manufacturers for juveniles in inner city Pittsburgh um, who somehow they wind up in their hands and are uh, using these guns to kill other people. Let's- it was illegal. It was Ill- it's illegal for a teenager, anyone under the age of twenty one, to possess or buy a handgun. 
So what this child did, if, if it was a handgun, it was already legal. So do you want to make it more illegal, Joe Biden, the administration, law, uh, Mayor um, Ed Ganey? Would you like to make it more illegal? And another point I'm going to make is you want to sue the gun manufacturers? Can we do the same thing for there was a U-Haul incident in New York City. Are we going to sue? Can you be able to sue U-Haul if someone rents a U-Haul and then drives over to 15 people again? Can you sue a Ford? Ford Escape. There was a Ford Escape in uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, where that one BLM-themed individual drove over all the people in the Christmas parade. Should we be able to sue Jeep or Ford for that? Yes or no? Pfizer. Can we sue them for whatever this vaccine is doing to people? If it is doing anything to people, can we have any information at all? This is the stupidest thing ever. Blame the individual. Take responsibility. This is why we get here. No one wants to take responsibility for any of their actions anymore. They want to blame other people in inanimate objects. What's going on? Why? It's unbelievable. You know, there's a, there are a lot of issues going on with in Pittsburgh. Um, you know, other police officers have said this administration is trying to handcuff them, not allowing them to do their job. Um, you know, the things I've read that this this police force is is really, um, you know, uh, suffering because they don't have the support of this administration. So I don't really know what the answer is, Joe. Maybe support and, and better, um, you know, equip our police officers with the things they need to do their jobs. I don't even know if over-policing or more policing can eradicate this kind of violence, though, Joe. That's it can't. where I'm at. I mean, you can't over-police your way out of things like this. This is a serious, serious um, problem that we're seeing in urban cities across the country. And now, unfortunately, it's happening, happening right here in Pittsburgh. So. It starts at age zero in the home. It starts then. If yeah. you're going to be a thought, there was a time in my life where, honestly, I watch movies like Casino and Goodfellas, and that's that's all. I, big risk, whatever. Luckily, I never got into like dealing drugs or anything. But it was all about making legal money. It was cool. Doing this was cool. That's how rap is. It makes everything cool. And if you don't have anyone in your life to guide you in the right direction, that's going to be the thing that guides you in a direction. Correct. Yeah, it, it's it's really sad. It's really really sad. We're seeing. So much violence among the youth, especially here in schools and whatnot. So, um, all right, let's move on to our next topic. Joe, do you want to? Uh, this is back, back what you were saying. It's, it's weird how we have all these gun attacks and U-Haul attacks and terrorist attacks and leak. All, all of a sudden, as soon as this Pfizer stuff dropped and Joe Biden was caught with classified materials, all this stuff mm-hmm. developing. Uh, this was yesterday. A U-Haul truck struck multiple pedestrians in New York City in a possible terrorism incident. I guess it was Monday. Um so people are now renting U-Hauls again. That, that was like a big thing in, I feel like, 2017, 18. People are renting U-Hauls and driving over people. So I guess that yeah. back. I don't really want to cover too much of this. Um, I want to get to the Michigan State mass shooting, Mark. Another another mass shooting that we have. What, what Michigan State mass shooting, Joe? Oh, 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 you mean, oh, you mean that one because it was barely in the news. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, why is it barely in the news, Mark? What, what could have been wrong? Oh, well, you can, you can let us know that one. Oh, I don't know. We might get canceled. Let's just say that the guy's ethnic background could have been the reason it disappeared from the news so quickly. However, I am hearing reports that he was a – I'm not making this up. When we talked about this, I think last episode or two episodes ago, he was a devout Catholic. I'm not making this up. Wait. Yes, you are. You have to be. No. Let me hold on. Give me Did a second. Did he in the traditional Latin mass? I don't think he was a Latin mass. He did. Let me see if I just if someone was just messing with me. That has to be false. I don't know. I, I'll get back to you on this, but I, I know I heard that. I know I heard it somewhere. Well, maybe. Um, also, the Michigan State shooter, a felony, uh, prior felony gun charge dismissed by a progressive prosecutor. Um, Mark, the prosecutor, I don't know in front of me, but she is a George Soros funded prosecutor. And this guy gets out, and then less than a year later, he's on another shooting spree. Two years later, he's on another shooting spree. You don't if, say. Well, here's the thing. If they would have charged him with a felony instead of a mis- misdemeanor, he wouldn't have been able to legally get a gun. If that, yeah. if, does this make sense to you? Do, do you see why? We already have laws in the books that make killing someone with a handgun illegal. 
that make killing someone with an assault rifle illegal, that make all these things illegal. They want to make them more illegal, which is law-abiding citizens harder to get them. Because, but let's be honest, 9 out of 10, maybe 19 out of 20 Americans, if they say assault rifles are illegal, you need to hand them immediately. They're going to hand them. They're not going to risk going to jail or having someone come to your door. They're going to do it. Right. This is this stuff is going to take rights away from law-abiding citizens. And the guy who was convicted, they put him down to a misdemeanor, and he goes out and he kills a bunch of people again. And what are they blaming on? The gun. All too weird because go figure. And this is on Twitter too. I found this. This is from Shannon Watts. A survivor of the Sandy Hook school mass shooting of 2012 is a student at Michigan State University. She claims she's a 21-year-old 20, and it's the second mass shooting she has lived through. We can no longer allow this to happen. We can no longer be complacent. And she's talking about getting rid of guns. The narrative is out of control. Why are we focused on the gun and not the person? The person disappears from the story, especially if they're non-white, within an hour or two sometimes. And it's all the focus is on the gun and banning assault rifles, which... This was you used a handgun. He didn't use an assault rifle or assault weapon in this shooting. It was a handgun. So are we going to ban handguns? Because all handguns are semi-automatic. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm losing my mind over here, Mark. So is my child. She's losing her mind, too, uh, as you can probably hear. Um, so I don't know what the answer is, Joe. This is... <laughs> After that slight interruption, and we are coming back, and we are going to finish this episode out with our Disclose.TV segment. So we are going to read some headlines from across the globe, and Joe, add your thoughts as you see fit. We're going to go back a few days here up until, what, last Saturday. Uh, we'll go for the most recent. Scotland's Nicola Sturgeon quits. We got to get a tally of how many prime ministers and stuff have resigned or quit in the last year. Another one bites the dust. Uh, Israeli secret company reportedly spreads quote-unquote fake news and hacks high-ranking politicians for money in order to manipulate elections worldwide for its clients. That's a conspiracy theory, Mark, just like, um, just like the 2020 election. So. I was listening to Candace Owens the other day, and she brought up a good point. She said, if you don't believe the conspiracy theories, quote-unquote, you're the one that has the problems because all the conspiracy theories that people want to say are conspiracy theories are actually true. Including UFOs now. Yep. Uh, this ought to be good. Russia is preparing a special meeting of the UN Security Council over Nord Stream explosions. No, no surprise there. I wonder if that nuclear power plant that was having all kinds of issues and was getting shelled. I wonder if that'll be in the report too. There's been a lot of things that we've been lied to by our media about Ukraine and Russia. And I'm not a Russia shield, but hopefully it all comes out. We'd like some, some sunlight, get some truth on this so we can see where all this money has been going. Lufthansa is currently facing a global IT system failure. Update. Lufthansa has now grounded all its flights. German air traffic controllers are now diverting planes away from Frankfurt Airport. Joe, can you say the Lufthansa heist? Yeah, I, I heard Robert De Niro actually had a big party last night and was handing out $100 bills to people. <laughs> Just a taste. Just a taste. And uh, what's his name? Maury comes in with a fur coat on. Yeah. No, no, no. That wasn't Maury. Maury wanted his money. They wouldn't give it. They wouldn't give Maury his money. Yeah, that was Frank Carbone with the fur coat, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maury wanted his money. <laughs> That's a brand new Tesla. It's in, it's in my mother's name. It's a new Tesla. It's in my mother's name. Pink Tesla. Oh, uh, this is when I saw this this morning, I thought, no, here we go again. The words male and female should be phased out in science because they reinforce ideas that sex is binary. Scientists now suggest for the sake of inclusivity. Please, no. It's my head is spinning. I can't even like make even a good point about this anymore because I get confused and, and everything. So confusing. I mean, can you can you picture a world like 10 years from now, 15 years from now, where male and female are not used? It, it's going to be like South Park, where all religions and races are all meshed yeah. into one. They're like a slightly tan people yeah. that they're bald and <laughs> they're all the so same when, sex. When you go to the restroom, it'll say XX for men and XY for females, something yeah. like that. Well, no, that, that then you're getting into actual genetics. You can't do that. Yeah. 
male and female, phase them out. Uh, we already mentioned this truck loaded with hazardous materials returns in Tucson, Arizona. Hazmat situation declared. That looked like some shit off The Simpsons, man. Yeah. When that yellow... Yep. Klaus Schwab, who masters those technologies in some way, will be the masters of the world. We really need to do like a super... An evil like super friends thing with him and like Bill Gates and everyone at like the, the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Seymour uh, Hirsch, the guy that wrote the story about the United States blowing up Nord Stream. Biden has decided to let the Germans freeze this winter, and that is a devastating thing for me. This was in an interview, uh, the author of that explosive article. We've been trying to tell our listeners this, this is what's going to happen. We just, I, I never honestly thought Joe Biden or his administration would be the one to blow up Nord Stream, yeah. but they did. Yep. Um, okay, uh, moving on. U.S. inflation hit 6.4% in January, higher than expected. Didn't we just say that they'll go back and revise the numbers and it'll literally be twice as high? And I think, is it twice as high? I think that's twice as high. Something like that, yeah. Wow, wow. I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it was that high when I went and bought an egg this morning for $38. <laughs> um, oh, new election glitch in Berlin. Uncounted ballots discovered due to an internal error, state election administrator says. <laughs> okay. Uh, World Health Organization scientists let us all know that it is okay not to want to have sex on Valentine's Day. They, they, they were, but they were telling people to have sex during COVID, just wear a mask. Yeah. Uh, Moldova is closing its airspace for security reasons until 4 o'clock p.m. local time. Uh, for those of you that don't know, Moldova is, uh, I believe, borders Ukraine. It is. I believe it's south. Southwest. Yeah, very small country. Nikki Haley announces her run for U.S. president. Good luck, Nikki. Yeah, honestly, especially whenever she... Remember the Bubba Wallace tweet? Yeah. Yeah. Don't vote for Nikki Haley, please. Have a little bit more respect for yourself. EU Parliament votes to ban new sales of petrol and diesel cars by 2035. At least we're not in an energy crisis anymore. Once they, once they phase out all these gasoline-powered cars, we won't be in an energy crisis, I guess, anymore. Yeah. I didn't know we have that much lithium and, um, you know, minerals that make batteries here on planet Earth. But I think it's mostly in China. So that all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, multiple at Michigan State University. The shooter's still at large. Police are active on the scene. Okay. I think a shooter shot himself in his head. In the head. Obviously, yeah. it's so weird for me. I want to make this point why all these... Mass shooters always have a first name, a middle name, and a last name. They're always called by like their three, like, mm-hmm. um, what, what was the one, the Kennedy killing? Why can't I, why am I drawing a blank now? Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. All of them have three names. It's John Wilkes Booth. Yeah, they all have three names. Yeah. I never go, go by Joseph Anthony Cordes. Never. <laughs> like, Pen- like. <laughs> Pentagon says no debris has been recovered from the three downed objects in Alaska, Canada, and Lake Huron. Pictures or it never happened. Yep. Uh, White House says no extraterrestrials over the United States. Oh, oh. Thank you, Kareem. Thank goodness. All right. We can go yeah. back to not worrying about getting uh, sucked up in a tractor beam when we're out at night, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, USAF sent commander on Chinese balloons. The level of concern that I have about them is extremely low. Not something I lose sleep at night over. So why are we shooting everything out of the sky? Yeah. Shamanism is now Britain's fastest growing religion amid growing climate change anxiety. Shamanism. Well, their first religion was made up, like we said, so what the hell. Uh, We'll skip over these ones about the objects over the sky. We spent enough time on that. Um, What else? ESA, whatever that is, has discovered a small meteorite that will safely impact the atmosphere tonight. Over in northern France. That was two days ago. Huh. Um, what else? Canada closes airspace near Tobermory in Ontario. Uh, the <laughs> state's active air defense operation and monitoring an object above Lake Huron. So that was uh, from about two or three days ago. Um, Uruguay Air Force is investigating a sighting of flashing lights in the sky over Termas de Amaron. In Uruguay. 
Uh, what else? Unidentified flying object has been detected near Rizal in China. According to Chinese state media, Global Times citing local maritime authorities. Oh, oh, America, it's a, hello, it's a happening here too. It's not us. It's a happening here. It must be an alien. <laughs> Chinese authorities were preparing to shoot down a UFO. Okay. What happened since the last time we recorded where all of a sudden there's, 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 UFO is just mainstream now. Yeah, it's mainstream in four days since we last recorded. Um, all of these disclosed tweets are about UFOs. Chat GPT AI won't define a woman, praises Democrats, but not Republicans, and claims nukes are less dangerous than racism. Highly 14 brilliant. out of 15. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you have a comment on this in a second. 14 out of 15 different political orientation tests diagnose chat GPT answers to their questions as, as exhibiting a clear preference to provide left leaning viewpoints. Joe, this is terrifying. Hell yeah, it is. You can make you can make robots and they can be left leaning. Oh, look out! If look AI out. has. I guess it's better than Nazi robots, right wing Nazi robots. But I mean, that that's all we have for disclose. But having a a politically biased AI, artificial intelligence, is is honestly it's terrifying. Tough. Imagine your kids talking to a, a left leaning AI. Far left leading AI. Scary. Um, what a world we I, live in, Joe. I got two points I'm going to make, Mark, and then, and then you can up. Uh, first point, we need to find out who authorized the control burn. I'm hearing it was the Republican governor of Ohio, but I don't know. I want an answer. Who, who, who said this is the idea, this is what we're going to do? Who approved the control burn or whatever? I want to know that. And then that DeMar Hamlin interview with Michael Strahan was weird, man. He asked them what the doctors thought. What the issue was, and and he just stayed away from. It. I wish I had the audio clip. I can't find it, but weird. I think that was the quote. He said, "I'm going to stay away from this uh, from this question." It's amazing how the NFL just gets like, come on, the yeah. shield, man. They call it the shield for a reason. But... Protect the shield, Joe. Protect the shield. Um, that's all we have. Thank you for listening. Welcome all of our new listeners out there across the world and across America. We hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back in a few days with some fresh content. And as always, be a force multiplier. Joe, take us home. Beaver Countians, watch the water. I'm serious. Stay frosty, keep your head up, and uh, pay attention to your surroundings because no one's coming to help us, not this administration, not our government. It's probably going to be on us. So we're in this together. Um, that's all I got, Mark. Have a good day. We don't have my iPad up here, so you get the sound from me.